At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified Westside host, Steve Lucky Luciano. I got my man, the Indian, in the house. Yeah, true Mahambone, elegant barbarian. And our audio engineer... Oh, blue eyes. Sean Lewis. Oh. That's right. Suspense Lewis. And we have Salmon on some visuals tonight. Oh, the Sam Cam. Dragon bags. Dragon, Dragon balls. balls. With a Z. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I am now getting this post up because I'm a real, like, if I can't get the post up right, I'm mad. I want to get the proper post up because I got an important guy here. You guys, if you're familiar with... Maybe uh, something like I'm gonna do this. In, you know, I'm gonna do this right in a minute. I got a gentleman by the name of Senate. It's a good friend of ours. He has a couple of different things going on. You might know this gentleman as Mr. Checkpoint. Also, always film the police. Right. Welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, Back yeah. again. Back. Yes. yes. Cinematic genius. Thank yes, you for a fucking me. community, outstanding community leader, man. Right. Leads by demonstrating. Right. Is really, really, really doing marvelous, marvelous work here. That's in right. Southern California. Right. Which is having an effect everywhere. And just this guy's one of my heroes. I always say that and <clears throat> we bump into each other out there sometimes. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. seen each other out in Santa Monica. You know, they're out there just filming the police <coughs> and bump into each other. Well, and Eddie comes and supports uh, different events at Cookies. And, yeah. And I want to support his events as well, man. He does a lot of great work, man. Today, I was just commenting on a couple of your posts today. Um, just powerful, powerful stuff, man. Really making making some changes happen. What's a big one? How are you doing today? What? We're going to get there. I'm, yeah. I'm doing good. I'm doing amazing. I'm really thankful to be here. Second time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, this is uh, <laughs> this is dope to be here. Like, this, I feel like, is a proper upgrade. And uh, <laughs> We're trying to say about our old studio, bro. It wasn't as set up as this. <laughs> That's true. He's right. That is um, correct. So, no, this is really cool. I got a lot of respect for your love cookies. It's always supporting. And so, yeah, it's amazing to be here and share and ask, answer any questions and, and catch up. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. I you know it was so it was so interesting the first time we had you on. I was really getting a kick out of listening to you talk about your father. Yeah. And the influence he had on you and as an attorney and then Chumahan talking about it and us kind of all talking about these different perspectives of um of of content or of issues and, and all of us being able to interject from different from different areas. Totally. It's, it's really... You know who else would be a great person to have in here right now is your partner, Rosenberg. Yeah, Tony Rosenberg. That'd be great to have him in here, too. That'd be yeah. a power, powerhouse. Rowdy show. Rosenberg. Hunting yeah. back. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, I mean, nobody belt buckled You know like what? That, I feel, yeah, and you want to know something, man, to like... Let me just say this, bro. Please. Rosenberg? Yeah. Is really fucking about it, man. Oh, and you see him. He's about it, and you, Senate, are really about it. And it's no, it's not by mistake that they found each other because they're both, you know, mm-hmm. always filmed. You guys are both part of this whole movement, and I don't think it's by mistake that we have found you guys. And I think that this is this is you know, Chumahan has been talking about trying to move on some different things yeah you know politically and 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 around guns and different types of things and i think it's just a matter of time i think the nucleus is starting to form and i don't think it's by accident that you're here rosenberg 
Go ahead. But also your background. I mean, your family history with what the cops have done to your family. Absolutely. Nobody man. was there to witness what really happened. Yeah. And so Mr. Checkpoint always filmed the police stands for somebody who's like, Absolutely, bro, you need, because you can't trust the boys in blue to tell you true. Killed my brother. And, and they said, well, there's nothing we could do about yep. it. We don't know what so, happened. It's fucking bullshit. I, I, I just don't, I don't think any of it's by mistake. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, we've got to, we, we may need to get the next show that he comes in on. We may need Rosenberg here. We may need my daughter, Sophia here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We may really need to start. Crossfire. Real, real round table, man. Yeah. Meeting yeah, of the yeah. minds. Yep. No, Jeez. Rosenberg's amazing. He, there's yeah. a lot of people that have hit me up and they're facing charges for something they didn't do. Sometimes they have video, sometimes not. And Rosenberg is someone who always yeah. takes the call all, all hours at night. And personally, if I was experiencing anything, he's the guy I call. I mean, truly, if I'm getting knocked yeah. at the door, yeah. the first person I'm calling is, is attorney Rosenberg. There's no... And I just say that because that's the actual truth. You know, when the sheriff's had my phone for... <laughs> Six months, attorney Rosenberg's who I called. He's who got it back for me. I was one of 40 people that got their phone back before, you know, because of him. So I'm, he's my go-to. I love that he was on the show. Like you said, it only makes sense. You know, when you advocate for the right stuff, I think you end up finding the right people. Oh, hell yeah. And when you care, it's just, it, the circles get smaller but stronger. I so, just love his videos, man. Like, like I'll be on Instagram and yeah. out of nowhere, I'll see Rosenberg. He got like Elvis glasses yeah. on, big ass belt buckle. The dude next to him looks as grateful as a motherfucker. Right, like, right, right. And you can see he just walked out of the fucking courtroom. Court. They're yeah. in front of the courtroom. And, and like, Rosenberg go with juvenile courtroom, <laughs> trying to get my man sentence like, yeah. like an adult. Life yeah. sentence yeah. averted. Averted. Yeah, right. Right? He's always like, and at the a, end, he's like, Yeah, I love that. Yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he got, man, he got some, he got some real, he's got some shit, dude. He mm -hmm. got some real shit there, you mm -hmm. know? But I remember when your phone got taken and when you got it back, you guys went on and did the thing together. And he's like, he's like telling everybody, okay, they did this and they unlocked the thing and they did all this. And you know what? Now you raise a good point. So how does attorney Rosenberg do that? Does he have like a little stand and he sets it up on like a, like a, like a light pole or something. And then he's like, all right, stand 10 feet back. And does he do like a 10 second count off or like, or is there somebody there holding the camera? How does it go? I, I'm not there actually with him most of the time. The times I've been with oh, him, come on, it's in his office and we set it up, you know, not as professional as you would think. <laughs> and I, I do believe he's having someone either hold it or he's just propping it up. But he's like in the office, he just sets it up against a bottle of scotch and he's just like, all right, come over here. And I'm like, Listen, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, he, he keeps it real. That's right. why I like him. And he's funny. But yeah. he's he's amazing. He's brilliant. Brilliant. You know, he's he's so freaking smart. Yeah. So yeah. I'm so thankful that he's someone I can call. Yeah. Truly. Like yeah. and as supportive as he is. He reached out years yeah. ago and was like, Hey, check out this book. Uh or no, he actually we met up and he gave me the book. I read the first fifty pages <laughs> and it like changed a lot of my perspective. Was it chicken soup for the soul? Uh, no. <laughs> what was the it book? It was called, I think, The Activist Handbook. Yeah. But with the, you've heard of that book? No, I'm okay. just excited yeah, that it yeah. has the word activist yeah, in it. Yeah, it was something like that. And uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't read it. No, I've read Rules for um, Radicals okay. by Sal uh, Leminski. Mm. And that dude talks about, I'm not going to get into it, but anyway, it's along the lines of activists or whatever. But this guy is the guy that taught everybody how to protest. This guy, I challenge anyone. He, so there was, and he helped the civil rights movement, mm -hmm. right? This dude. And he, one of the stories in it that he tells, right? He said, first and foremost, when you're challenging power, he's like, there's nothing more powerful than making them look funny or laughing at their power. That's more, that's, that does way more to deconstruct and tear those people down like the police than anything else. And so there was this racist policy in this town where black people were not allowed to go to this white opera theater thing, right? And so what they did was the, the, the like, 
the Black Panthers or whatever held like a giant chili cook-off and had all of these people eat beans and all and just develop a ton of gas. And they weren't going to protest, but they were going to go inside, buy a ticket, sit down, and break wind throughout the entire fucking thing and they did and disrupted it and they changed the policies and everything because they didn't want to have that happen again no more farting inside the ballet theater please (laughs) so anyway go ahead so he gave you a book your life changed yeah no i mean my perspective in activism certainly had a shift and him and i stayed in contact for the many years and yeah what was the name of the book again i would have to triple check activist handbook Okay. Something like that, the activist handbook. I think Anarchist that's what it was. Cookbook. What I got out of it very quickly was if you want change, uh, the politicians have to know that you will not vote for them unless they change the issue you're talking about. Very so topical. Republican, Democrat. It's like if this is your issue and they think you won't vote for them because of it, that issue becomes at the top of their list, period. That's why they spend all the money is to get votes. If they really think that the people care about that, it, it does go to the top. And so yeah. it really talks about how to near, you know, threaten politicians with your vote and show that there's a lot of people behind it. So it definitely shifted my perspective and trying to bring people together that and then expose different issues uh, to some degree. Mm. I like it. So f- always film the police. What is what is happening right now? What are you involved in? I mean, dude. Polls are under siege, bro. Yeah. Right? Midterm elections. Right. Fucking MAGA slobs are trying to come back. So there's there's two things. And with Always Film the Police, really, I've you know, it's AFTP, right? That's the acronym. So right. I've created AFTP Foundation. And I try to say and on Instagram, for example, that's a that's always for the people. So we're able to really work on these different initiatives under Always for the People, which sometimes go beyond police. Yeah. We try to be there for people impacted by different systemic issues, but of course, police included. Right. Uh, So um, to touch on what you said, I mean, what's really been going on, I think I I did see your comment. I think it was on uh, some veteran issue, right? Right, right, right. Um, I've been spending a lot of time physically standing in front of Brentwood School. It's the uh, private school in Brentwood. It's like $40,000, $45,000 a year in tuition. You've had uh, some different, you know, major celebrities' kids go there or celebrities now. Right. And, you know, the reality with the school is the 22 acres, all the whole entirety of that school is on the (coughs) National Soldiers' Home. That is the National Soldiers' Home was 900 plus acres donated in 1888 for their home to be their home their home the law with that land is that anything that does that doesn't principally benefit veterans is not supposed to be on the land right monetary benefits does not principally benefit veterans right what a school would principally benefit those who go to the school Right. right. So the reality is we're trying to raise awareness. This isn't something we think should be legal. The judge in 2013 said it's illegal. The Office of Inspector General in 2018 and in 2021 said it's illegal. We're encouraging the kids to just Google Brentwood School is illegal. Ask their teachers if they know. Ask their parents if they know. But step one is awareness that that property, that school is on the soldier's home and we are in the nation's capital of veteran homelessness. Right. Veterans right now are living in 64 square foot sheds. They use porter potties. Those they th- those veterans living at this uh you know homeless type shelter yeah. that's on the the veterans land. They just got all of their electronics taken away because there was a recent fire there that burned 11 of the tiny homes. There was no fire hydrant installed where they have over 100 veterans sleeping and tiny structures that can go up like a matchbox. So they're treating veterans beyond inhumane conditions. Again, we talk about politics, right? Yeah. Homelessness is the number one issue of our city of Los Angeles. If you have over 900 acres that once housed over 4,000 veterans on a budget that's $1.1 plus billion of federal budget, why is why right now is there 
hundreds of veterans that are housed in there in inhumane conditions. Brentwood School has 2,000 people on that property from students, faculty, staff. They use the water, the resources right. of the soldiers' home. That's three times more than the amount of veterans that use their total home, period. Right. So it's already illegal. We're saying the people need to speak up. The mayoral candidates have not talked about it. The reality is, no matter who you vote for, neither candidate is talking about the issue. You're talking about Karen Bass and Rick Caruso. Neither one is really talking about the issue. No, neither one. And they both, in my opinion, have things that are negatively affecting veterans in Los Angeles and creating homelessness to be worse. If Again, $1.1 billion funding a year, yeah. 900 acres. There's no reason to have veterans using L.A. City resources that we're paying for with L.A. City taxpayer dollars yeah. when those veterans should be housed in Brentwood where they seek medical care, where they need their treatment. I see veterans all the time get kicked off the soldier's home and then they're sent in slums and apartments all over the city from Lancaster to the Valley to the South Central. It's not easy for them now to get back to their, the soldier's home where the, their medical appointments are for them to heal. These are veterans that were 100% able, physically capable. They went and served, and now they're disabled, and mm -hmm. they need help, they need services, and they're being denied it. I don't know if you saw the video of the guy on the 405 in the wheelchair. Yes. Yeah. So the news originally reports it, man, you know, on the 405 in a wheelchair. Thankfully, the LA Times looked more into the story, and that's the CHP. This was a veteran. He went into the West LA VA. The only 24-hour transitional services at the West LA VA for homeless would be CTRS. That's the tiny sheds. Mm -hmm. Same situation. He was denied from there. <clears throat> he then, they and they typically tell you, go to Skid Row, go to South Central. That's where he... That's had, what they tell our veterans. That's what they tell your veterans. Tonight, you walk in there with nothing, they're going to be like, sorry. That veteran got picked up by CHP. They brought him back to the West LA VA, and that's where he spent the night. So I want to know, if the police were able to bring him back and that's where he spent the night, why was he not allowed there originally? Why does he have to almost cause a, cause a pileup in his own freaking life? Who's in charge of oversight of how that's administered? There's a handful of people. There's the secretary of the whole VA. His name's Dennis McDonough. There's a guy named Matt McGarren that I used to you know, follow around the VA saying, you know, why don't you give veterans their keys to the tiny sheds? What does he do? He what now he got say? shifted out. Okay. What they do is they switch out these people's positions. They move them to a different state, a different city, and and the, those people continue working there. I've I've seen um, situations where a VA employee chokes a veteran, a VA employee who's in charge of guest services chokes a veteran. She ends up getting charges, and she still works there. Yeah, the VA police they hire police who are fired by the <laughs> LAPD. It's 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 really the lack of oversight is is awful. The people are that are doing the oversight, in my opinion, are are bought off in a lot of ways. Do, to your to your knowledge, Mister Checkpoint, in when they are signing people up to join the military, do they disclose to the people, the young men and women that are signing up? Do they say, "Hey, look, you're going to sign up. You're probably going to get injured." Right, you're gonna get a concussion or whatever it is from an IED. And then what we'll do, yeah, you'll see the world, but then later in life when you need medical services, we'll totally shun you and you won't be able to get them. We won't take care of you and you'll just basically rot. That's where we're gonna leave. We're gonna forget about you. Do they disclose that up front? It's the exact opposite. They sell you on socialism. Mm. That's how they get you to join the military. You want free education? Yeah. Do you want somewhere to sleep for four years? Do you want health care when you're out? Do you want all of these benefits? That's socialism. It's it's having free things, you know, period. paid by the government Correct. out of taxes. Correct. And right. When, when you get out, uh, it's disgusting how I've seen and witnessed veterans be treated. I... I am typically and always anti-war. I didn't intend to be sharing this footage to be like anti-war type footage, but I could say the amount of comments I get that say, wow, my nephew, my niece was considering enlisting. I wasn't sure, but right. these are the stories you're sharing of our veterans who've served in the Army, Air Force, Purple Hearts. These The VA 
and the nonprofits stealing the land don't care what you've done for this country. If it doesn't benefit them getting more land and the property for their interest, they don't care. And they've shown that time and time again. The thing that's crazy about what you're saying is, is that's a long American tradition about forgetting vets. It happened after the Civil War. It happened after World War One. There was a, a a point when they, when I don't know if you you might know this, but like the vets from World War One were promised money for what happened, uh-huh. and they the government welched on them, and so they fucking camped out. It's called the Bonus Army. And they fucking camped out in Washington, D.C., created a small little town, and they were like, fuck you, we ain't leaving. And MacArthur was called in and drove them out with tanks before World War II. That fucker, MacArthur, attacked veterans at the behest of his masters before he became that corncob son of a bitch from World War II. So it's a long tradition in American history that's shameful, that should be Wow, known. really? Yeah, that American government... Asks people to sign up, give away the best years of their life, and as soon as it's over, right, we'll give you socialism to fight communism. Then, when it's over, right, and the general public has moved on, we will completely not pay off what we said we were going to do. You're fucked, and good luck. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And they they really... they. Prey on going into low-income places, places with high murder rate. Right. And they say, hey, there's a chance your life could be taken at this age. You could sign up for the military. At least if your life is taken, it's honorable. Right. At least you're, it's, it's you know, you did something. You yeah, served we'll cash your off country. your family fucking hundred right. grand. God forbid you come back and, and then you're really forgotten. You know, that's... That's the sad. You know what's the crazy part of that too is, is that that kind of lines up with the whole idea of having these lifers in the prison system, and then when they start needing medical services, deciding, you know what? All right, at sixty, right? We don't need to. You know what? You did good. We'll get you out of here. We're not covering that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's called. They want to call it the Senior Act. Right. It's like some humane thing. Mm. Oh, you've been doing. You've served X amount of time. Now you're hitting sixty. Right. We're gonna we're gonna let you're gonna parole you. But the reality is, they've figured out the math on when when men start facing, you know, health challenges, and they just don't want to, you know, they don't want to take on the bill. So they'll do whatever they need to do to find you suitable for parole when it's. Uh, suitable for them, right? right. Financially, yeah. Right, for the right, right. But at fifty-eight, your ass, you ain't getting out. Right, wow. fifty-two. Out. You, you, so the vast. Fuck that. You're yeah. never getting out. Denied hey. eleven times for parole. <laughs> right, exactly. But all of a sudden, oh man, this guy. We had a change of heart. Yeah, you know what? By the way, we're gonna let you parole now. We're gonna let you have a chance. Okay. Right. With no education, with no uh, parole plan. Uh, you know, how many guys do we know that have come out of doing 30, 40 year sentences? Right. And they were notified five days. Yeah. Get ready. Seven days before they're going home with $200 gate money. No plan, no education. Don't know how to manage your checking account. Don't have never held one of these phones. Just you're out there at 60, yeah. 62. Good luck. Figure it out. Take care. Here's two hundred dollars. Yeah, and don't get into trouble. Right. We don't want to see you back I'm here. Not coming to police contact. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's it's not to go off on that tangent, but it's uh, but it's a similar thing. A very Absolutely. similar thing, right? And you, you and overall, overall, what it is is a is a definition again that our sick and our elderly. We don't take care of. We do not take. We don't look out for our elders. We don't, you know, we don't look out for our elders. We don't look out for our people that are sick. But how are these insurance companies going to get to keep the money if they have to come out of pocket to help care for the elders? Those people need to golf. Yeah, they need people sick. (laughs) Those people need to buy G4 jets so they can fly around and they got to buy implants for their mistresses. They can't be spending that on the elderly. Yep, yep, yep. It's fucking shit. You know, that shit drives me nuts because they'll turn around and call that socialism. But you can't turn around and point to an insurance company and say, hey, motherfucker, like you've been investing all my premiums. 
You've been loaning it at crazy interest. You've been foreclosing on motherfuckers' houses and all this other bullshit. I just want to know, like, when the shit hits the fan, are you going to cover what I've been paying for? And they're like, of course we... Are you insane? <laughs> After the $25,000 deductible, <laughs> we're gotcha. <laughs> right? And most people aren't even equipment, and it's in fine print in the fucking contract. And these Americans have been paying this fucking premium faithfully, or it's been being taken out of their check because there's some kind of sweetheart deal with their company. Right. And then their ass out. Dude, one of the biggest scams was Florida. Florida. These motherfuckers, they said, okay, there's hurricanes and all that shit. You know what? We're hurricane insurance. Everyone's going to get hurricane insurance, motherfucker, around here. Right? No more relying on the federal teat. We're independent. Florida hurricane insurance. They all buy the hurricane insurance. In the fine print of all the hurricane insurance, Hmm. they didn't cover water damage, flood damage, (laughs) which is the primary fucking shit. And the federal government started to come in and bail them motherfuckers out. That's true. That is real. Right. That whole thing is set up as a scam. So what are we going to do, dude? Come on. Mr. Checkpoint. Prioritize <laughs> what we care about most and uh, demand it from the politicians. I agree. People don't care. You know, we lost humanity for people who are in the prisons, unfortunately. People don't realize those people come out. Now they're supposed to be next to us. Right. And if we've allowed them to be treated or think it was any reason it's okay to be treated inhumanely, why would we respect that or expect that they would come out with respect, you know? Right. It's, it's, right. It doesn't even make sense. And I think most logical people, when they, re- I think there's just this perception that like people in prison, it's like they're never coming out, you know? And it's like, I, it's just something like that because you can't imagine an environment that you want people to go to that then are going to be interacting with us again. And I think when you put it in perspective and say over 80% of people that are coming out go back in, obviously something's wrong yeah and so i think that's that's all a real issue yeah but 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 even to build on what you're saying there's so many crimes where masses of amount of people are hurt where the people don't go to prison like 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 there's a ton i mean dude in that banking scandal yeah like, like not a single motherfucker went to prison and you know how many people were tossed out of their homes off of fucking bank fraud loan like, fraud mortgage fraud correct I mean, that's what I'm saying is Google Brentwood school is illegal and then wonder why that's allowed. Wonder why a judge says that's federally legal. Then wonder why Office of Inspector General says that's illegal. Google it yourself. It still remains. And actually, some of the parents and people, you know, uh, faculty pull over. They're like, how could it be illegal if we're still here? You know, or some of the students. It's like, uh, I mean. You know, look at our past. We've had laws that are that are that we've even had laws that shouldn't be right. We've had unjust laws. So what are you talking yeah, about? Illegal and the still idea, here. Right. Oh, this is all Indian land, Mister Checkpoint. Right, understood. Right. Correct. Like, what do you mean? That's the American way. <laughs> Correct. Right. So they're they're absolutely just they get away with it. But I think again, if the people, if the students, if the faculty say we don't want that, we're going to stand up. But this is. That's criminal activity that is the result of thousands of, and then we're, we're talking veterans who've served our country being homeless and in the streets. Thousands of them waking up on curbs while thousands of people are on a 22-acre school that's illegal. There's no justifying it. So One parent said to me, so what do you think? Like, we should all leave tomorrow? Like, what's, what's my kid going to do? And... If you cared as much about the private school that your kid's going to go to when you already can spend 40k a year. What's my kid going to do? As much you do about thousands of veterans waking up on a curb, we wouldn't be having this conversation. It, there's not it's not a it's a false dilemma. It's not one or the other. There's plenty of ways to deal with educating children in a private school at the highest levels and veterans can have their home back. That's not one or the other. Correct. And I try to remind them I and born and raised in Los Angeles, I went to a private school. Right. There's other schools. They can find other land. They don't need to. Yeah, but I mean, they're going to have to drive an extra 10 minutes. But I don't understand if it's illegal. Like, if I go into Brentwood and I grab a muffin out of fucking <laughs> coffee bean and yeah. I run down San Vicente, yeah. 
I can sure enough uh, assure you yeah. that's an illegal thing, and they ain't gonna let it slide. I'm going to jail. Right. So how? Because are, because it's we come back to our old friend, uh, our old friend discretion. Who's enforcing the law? Or the money? It's who has the money. The so law. They, the, who the, would enforce this? It would be. The FBI should investigate. That's who's not, and maybe they are, but that's absolutely oh. who should be certainly investigating this matter. You definitely should have every politician. If you're the city attorney of LA, if you're the mayor, you should be certainly speaking out on this issue. And, but it's not, it's not favorable for their votes because not enough people understand or care. And you know the other thing that's fucked up about this, though, if you really think about it. The amount of waste of federal dollars. You spend all this money training somebody at all different levels, right? Everything from soldiers to pilots to fucking blah, blah, chefs, short order fucking making JoJo. But the, but the thing of it is, is like you spend all this money training them. They've got all this experience. Mm -hmm. There's so much. I mean, fuck it. They could be teaching kids shit. All this stuff is going to waste. Because you're dealing and trying to figure out how to just shunt them to the side Absolutely. and not deal with them. It's a waste of federal Absolutely. taxpayer money not to properly house them. You're losing so much experience. You're losing so much wisdom. You're losing so right, much Right, right. All those energy. people, are, yeah, well, they're human beings and they're valuable. And, and they want to, and they've served. And the reality is, as most veterans I know, that when they're on their two feet, able, capable, they want to serve their community. They want right, to serve other right, veterans. Right. I totally believe. So it's just facts. If there's about 4,000 homeless veterans in Los Angeles, look it up. Over 4,000 veterans used to live on the National Soldiers Home during the Korean War and after. It wasn't until 1972 when entities like Brentwood School, UCLA, et cetera, started taking their land that then they started realizing wow we need to evict veterans off the land we need to find reasons to deny veterans because if less veterans are using the property then we can divert more of the money or land to other things they could sure. justify ucla baseball field they could justify they're going to actually try to take the land and they're trying to build a whole town center well, wow, we need another one of those. It was originally 900 acres donated in 1888. Right now, if you go to Google, you'll see things that say 388 acres. There's multiple monuments and plaques around the VA that have different numbers because at different times they've stolen different amounts of the land. Right. So what's crazy is they literally have right now in their master plan, they say, we want to give veterans 70 acres and then we're going to house thousands of veterans. That's what they've been saying for like a decade right. of we're going to give veterans less land and then that's when we're going to house them in no, the future. Do like a high rise, 10 by 10 high rise. It'll be like 100 floors. We'll just jam them all up in that little spot. Correct. But they prioritize aquatic centers, football fields and all this other stuff. But how else are the theater. boosters going to sell more tickets to make more money so we could have more college football? I mean, what the fuck? Well, I think the reality is we're paying for way more than any of it. And go back to the, the veterans that we would house and serve on that property. When the VA was running that property, there was a specific building, Building 209. It was run by the VA. And it was literally where veterans lived for free. And then they were taught like different jobs. So they were able to live for free. Actually, they got paid. It was a workers' compensation therapy. You learned a job, you got paid, you live for free. A lot of those veterans learned skills and was able to like move on and do cool different things. When private interests or you know, fake essentially nonprofits take over that building and other buildings, that's when the thing becomes run like a slum and the veterans are started to tr the way they treat veterans is disgusting. They now charge veterans in that exact building. Veterans pay disabled veterans pay rent on the soldiers home. Makes no sense. It's it's outrageous and again more people need to be doing more research on their own, reaching out to the politicians and and start asking questions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because I think the, the, those 4,000 homeless that are veterans, once they're rehabilitated, I actually the reason I mentioned it all, those would be like the crew that would help homelessness of L.A. They'd be serving the people, helping the people. They've been sure. there. They've served our country. They've experienced what thousands of people are experiencing in L.A. These are the people that actually we should assist, help, house first, and then Naturally. Let them help us Naturally. with the bigger yeah, problem. Yeah, but but the, the, the issue is, though, and I hate to say it like this, but the truth of the matter is, so the homeless situation that we see now and the encouragement of creating more homelessness through these artificial practices of not treating veterans right or excluding them off the land, the whole concept is we want the average Angelino to think the, the city's going to shit. If you actually, if the political class actually took care of those issues and we didn't see it and everything was running smoothly, Angelinos would be like, well, we don't need a regime change. We don't need to vote differently. Things are working. What happens is, and I'm just, this is just me saying it. So you can get mad, fucking get mad at the Indian. I don't give a fuck, give me my land back. Thing of it is, is, a lot of conservatives, right, that want regime change and they want the average person to hate the government, they advocate for these policies that make it look like on the street it's going to hell in a handbasket. Mm-hmm. And then a quote-unquote business guy, an outsider, I'm not part of the political class, comes in mm-hmm. and acts like, you know what, they've been fucking up, look at all this shit. So that is a way in which a business person comes in and they can do a quote unquote reform and rechange by creating a lack of faith in the system by artificially creating this homeless problem. This homeless problem could be cleaned up tomorrow, bro. We have enough money. We have enough space. It's absolutely fucking true. The problem is they want all of us to be upset throw our hands in the air and vote a certain way just because we want change. We don't even know what's fucked up. Mm. We just know we need something different. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that in the streets of Los Angeles. Mm. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Mm. We just need something different because it's all fucked up. Dude, the cops do this shit all day. And I'm not even necessarily on this one. Don't get mad at me, Mr. Checkpoint. I'm not necessarily blaming the cops for this because I believe they're told to do this from somebody. But they'll take homeless and shift them to different parts of the city, mm-hmm. right? And so normally you kind of think like, well, maybe that's about changing property values and all this other shit. Or is it about elections and different things going on in different parts of the city mm-hmm. so people can come out and be like, what the fuck? Everything smells like piss. We need a change. Mm-hmm. If it was working, which it could, there's a certain group of people that would never get into power, that would never be able to siphon off funds, that would never be able to do sweetheart deals for their little butt boys in the back and all this mm-hmm. other bullshit mm-hmm. they do. Mm-hmm. And they do do it. Oh, yeah, they do. So I actually think to a certain extent, Mr. Checkpoint, part of the deal with this, like the Brentwood thing is like, okay, let's create this mess. Let's make it fucking political chaos and let's get everyone upset and then let's just present a candidate that's the, the agent of change. And that person's not going to change anything. Right? right? I'm, I'm not optimistic on any politicians and I don't know. It's, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't have much good See? to say about any of them. Right, but... What we do have good to say, what we do have good to say, I don't know if you have the music. Hmm. What do we have good to say? The music. <laughs> what music? The music. Dun, 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 dun. Right? Wow. What? Don't get all <laughs> right? like, Yeah, hey. we do have some good news. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Some bad news for some brokenhearted ladies out there now. Sorry. Yep. Done deal, pal. Yep. Off, off the market. Yes. Yes, indeed. Mr. Always Film the Police. Please tell us, what good news do thou bring to us? Yes. I propose to 
My then girlfriend, now fiance. Yes. Yes. Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. And 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 how did Thouist propose? Was it at a checkpoint? Was no, a, it was at dinner. Was it dinner? It was dinner. And was, yes, and she said yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did. Uh, Mrs. Awesome, checkpoint. Man. Was he nervous? He was, <laughs> yeah. right? Did you? Uh, what did you? I mean, did you? Well, How did it go down? Yeah. Did yeah, you recite yeah, her yeah. some lyrics? Come on, let us vicariously yeah. live through your old. I'm going to get down on one knee no, and reenact yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Sarah, do that. Sarah, I grabbed her hand. Oh, uh-huh. It was the wrong one. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. it was some old lady's hand? Like no, this. it was hers, but okay. it was the oh. the right one, right? Right, oh, okay. right, 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 right. Which is the, the wrong one. So I then realized that. Boom! Grabbed the right one. Right. I grabbed the ring, right, and then I slowly ask her if she'll marry me, right? As you slid it on, I think it was like I was supposed to wait for the answer. It was going on as I was asking. That's so dope. Then I backed it up. Oh, right, right. Uh-huh. Did it go back? You had reverse. You didn't a have bit. a choice, right? There was right, only right. one answer. Right. And then she's like, "Yes," and then did you know it was going to yeah. happen? Boom. Yeah. Did you, you wait? What she uh, said? She knew. You knew. How did you know? Well, you could. What, was he just a nervous wreck the whole evening? <laughs> what? Well, I had a shoot, and then right before I go to the shoot, he's like, "So do you want to go for dinner tonight?" And I was like, "Okay, I know what's happening." Wait, why? Why? He's never why? taken her to no, dinner no. before that. Listen. It was always like a big enough Jack in the Box bag. Hey, was... listen, tonight I want to take you out for JoJo <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> so basically, I mean, like he was exhausted from the day. He knew I was going to be tired after shooting. Uh huh. She knows, bro. Uh, she already knows. But you. what kind of what kind of dinner are we talking about? I mean, we're vegans. So. Yeah, and where was this? It was at Nixon Beverly. Oh, 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 I was just there with his step on. I love that place. Right. Yeah. right. And okay, vegan. Right? Were you out there? The, hey, at, were you out there on the patio? Yeah. With all the lights. Yeah. My oh, man, bro. I was, it was love that place. place. Yes, it is. It was just like ah, uh, it was. It yeah. was actually perfect. To go, right. it's so, us right on the side. We were like alone. I was like. I didn't need a show, you know? No. Oh, like, come on. You I was just there the other night, and I took a picture in the back, and I sent it to my girl. And I'm like, how romantic it is back here. And, wow. and we just said that. It's so funny that you did that. It's great, man. Great my minds think alike. Oh, great hearts. Yes, think alike. great hearts. Yes. Yeah, I saw it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling, and I, all of a sudden, I see like this little repeat, one of those little repeat boomerang. Yeah. She's like... When she got a big old smile. She like with the ring. I yeah. Like, All I saw was the ring. Was I watched ring, her go times go, no, hell no. Yeah, you yep. did the right thing, young yeah, you man. Did. You did yeah, the you right did. thing, Thank my you. friend. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Good big Lux approves. He approves. Uh, I highly approve. I think right. you guys are one of my favorite couples out there. Right. Awesome. I'm not saying you should, but should thou decide to have children, they will yeah. be beautiful children. You. you will first have a masculine son. And may your first child <laughs> be, be a masculine child. <laughs> a masculine woman child. Yeah. Well, so congratulations Thank to you. Thank you. Right? That's so I wonderful. Wow. We were, you know what? Um, uh, you know, always film the police. Right. Come on. Uh, is definitely, guys are going to have to keep an eye out because we are definitely doing something together. Cookies. Mm. and always film the police mm-hmm. and this shit I promise you on this the activation what we get done with this thing and it's what it is obviously what Senate's all about and it is ultimately what we are about at Cookies we are about helping people all sorts of people you know um, and and it's going to be a community move and it'll be a move in the right direction that's uh really about what what our company and our brand is about and what you and your company and your brand are about. And we're all going to pull together, but we got something exciting coming up for next spring. Yeah. So Yeah, 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 we're going to we're going to really do this right because do, we're going to affect some who things. Who do you and think them. would be a good model for Oh, uh, you Jumahan? No, I'm not me. 
I was only, I mean, do you Oh, female model? Female model. Oh, there's, oh, we already know. We already know. Yep, we already know. Look at that. Look at this yep. smile on this guy right here. Yep. You lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> God bless you. You know, we were talking, uh, we were talking on the phone. We've been e- emailing, exchanging and stuff, um, different stuff on that topic. But as well, um... You know, we were talking about jury duty, and it's some. It's got. It's it's kind of a big topic that you're working on right now. Did you want to speak a little bit on it today? Yeah, always. Yeah, always. So it's it's really important, and I, and the way you broke it down to me was was fascinating. I know it's important, but the the spin that you put on it, um, please talk to us a little bit about it. Okay, so. I find basically there's a lot of nonprofits, people, celebrities. We all talk about voting, right? Mainstream voting, right? Mm-hmm. We get the sticker, everyone's sharing it. Right. Jury duty, I find that the topic and conversation is how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. It's it's in the drawer. Always, always. It's like the the like you type in jury duty on the memes. It's like they're all like just things that are so negative, and the perception is crap, right? Sure, of course. However, I find that it's the most effective thing we can do in our communities for our communities, the people in our communities, and it's really simple. When people are going to jail for stuff they shouldn't do, it's a jury that you know listened to all of that and then put that person guilty um there's things that i think that aren't really known jury nullification this is like the most powerful thing this basically allows us to say we heard all the evidence of what just occurred and we're going to say not guilty even though all the evidence shows from a to z the person committed the crime did what was illegally illegal all of it proof etc i'm going to say not guilty you might say, well, when would I think that? I mean, it could be any type of marijuana conviction anywhere in the country. There, Biden saying what he said does not free everyone involved in the marijuana business by any means. Mm-hmm. I know people spending 10 plus years in prison for the first time they've ever been in trouble. And it's just a charge of conspiracy to sell. This is something that if I was on the jury and I was watching a 22 year old something kid Mm-hmm. Be in trouble for the intent to sell marijuana, maybe in a different state, and you could see it's he's guilty from A to Z. You could still, as the jury, say not guilty. I watched the president say people shouldn't be in jail for marijuana, and I'm going to say that this person should should be not guilty. That's called jury nullification. It's our right. It's allowed. It it's not going to be explained to you also in the courtroom. The mm-hmm. lawyer at the time can't say, by the way, if you think, you know, people, sh- you know, he can't explain the or she can't explain those things. So it's something that's important to learn. Now, we all watch these videos that show police, you know, beating people up who've done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. We Those people say F the police. It might not mean film the police. Right. But mm-hmm. the point is, how do you become a juror? Right. The people who are good at locking us up are good at becoming jurors. They know what to say. It's like a science. I'm not, you know, it's all true things. But what they're essentially saying when they're being asked questions is that their experiences don't affect their outlook on police. There's a whole script. And whether it's true or not, it's something we all should look look at and look into. Because the goal of all of us should be how to serve on the jury, how to serve as jurors. And I think it's important that we encourage companies, you know, to pay for jury duty. If your employees get called for jury duty, I think it's something that if a company wants to actually do a real benefit for their community, it would be paying for their employees jury duty. Some of the companies are profiting off people in jail. Right. Those people in jail could have used someone in that jury room that mm. had seen these police videos, that had known police lie. We just need more awareness. We need more education. But reality, too, if someone is has a job and they're not going to get paid to, to miss it, that's going to be a, a real miss opportunity for the community they live in. And I think that... Uh, we just need to make all the right changes from education of ourselves to encouraging that. That's the reason why also one of the reasons why companies don't pay their workers enough. They pay you enough that you can't miss a couple of days for jury trial. If they paid you enough to live on, they could not pay you for jury duty and you could roll one, two weeks without it and cover it. But they got most people check to fucking check 
barely able to do anything. So if they don't pay for it, you can't do jury duty. And guess what? It's not just criminal. It's civil. These comedies don't want these fucking people saying like, you know what? I'm going to sit on a jury and I'm going to hold another corporation accountable for putting explosive gas tanks Mm -hmm. into the back of a Pinto because it's just cheaper to pay off these damaged, traumatized family than it is to just go back and fix the issue in the first place. That's the value we put on a human life at Mm -hmm. a corporation. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Checkpoint was pointing out that in order to do that, in order to serve as a juror with a conscience... As an elder, as somebody, you have to also keep your mouth shut when they're asking you questions at the selection. You can't just go like, yeah, man, and I'm going to nullify that. You know, you got to pretend like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I have no opinion on this thing. So, yes, serve. Keep your mouth shut, though. Answer the questions as vanilla and plain as possible. I agree. Right. Talking about that, you <laughs> talking about that, you, you know, seeing a bunch of videos of cops doing something wrong or yeah. really your opinions on that. The goal is to not let your opinions uh, sway what you would potentially hear in that case. So right. I- exactly. It's, it's something that and maybe you don't get it the first time. But the point is, instead of putting it in the drawer, yeah. let's have that convo. Let's share it. If you get it, the goal is put it on social media. You know, share that this came in that you you hope to be able to the one in 12 people that could affect someone's life. When you vote, you're like one in 30 million, one in hundreds of thousands. Being a juror is one in 12. It's a major impact for someone's life for the rest of their life. So make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh, yeah, man, because they do all sorts of funky shit with jurors. So oh, that, bro! So that it, it's gonna go one way, or you know oh, what I'm saying? Bro. Like I seen it. Like I seen the juries in, 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 in some cases that I've been involved with, and I just looked at these people. I was like, I never seen those people in my community before. Jury, you don't peers. look like anybody from my community. As a matter right. of fact, where'd they bring them in from? Catalina, right? Yeah, right. And that's across the country. You know, to go back on jury nullification, that was used in the past by racists, right? You would oh. have. All white juries listening to a victim who was white and then the, the the potential suspect being black. And then there'd be no evidence. There'd be no proof. And then the jury would say guilty. Nah. This would happen all the time. So the other side has used it, perfected it. And it's our time to just bring that's, that awareness. That's one of the reasons why the Constitution and the rules of evidence are the way that they are. Is because, not the other side, the state. The state has the money. They've already got a paid fucking gang with a badge and a fucking thing. They're the ones that are collecting the evidence. I don't know. Why did you bring the blood to the crime scene? I don't know. I, you know why does the blood stains match exactly perfectly? Seems like it fell from a dropper. What are you trying? The, the state has the ability to manufacture. And, I mean, I, I'm trying. I'm telling you. You know this. The state makes up shit all the time. They have the. Uh, opportunity and the power to do it. The only thing standing between these fucking state actors, the state power, and the regular human being is a juror. That's the person. One of the things that's the sole province of a juror. I'll add one to your little nullification talk. How about that? Mm. What about this? It's up to the juror to test the credibility of the witness. It's their job. So when a cop gets on the stand, it is the juror's right to say, you know what? He sounds like a fucking liar. You don't have to have a science degree. You could just, it's in your gut. You're like, the guy's motherfucking lying. I know he's wearing a badge, but he's fucking lying. The same way they, that's why OJ, that's why he won his fucking, you know why he won? Because Furman said he never said the N-word and every single person on that jury knew that was a fucking lie. It's LAPD. Come on, man. It's a lie. If you can't tell the truth on something as straightforward as that, Officer Furman, you probably are making up some shit. So fuck it. No dice. Right? Absolutely. All right, thank you. Absolutely. I get crazy, bro. This Mr. Fucking Checkpoint makes me crazy. Man, bro. (laughs) I'm excited about 
I'm excited about you two getting married. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm excited good. about that. Right? She, I never. That? I mean, she just got a constant smile. It just doesn't go away. Cloud nine. Yeah, that's what they call uh, him that. too. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about the work that you're doing. You guys, listen. You need to f- follow. Always film the police, right. Mr. Checkpoint. Right. You need to Google and spread the word about googling about fucking private schools in Brentwood. Yeah. About these Illegal. veterans. That are losing and have lost a place to go when mm. they were promised when they signed up. This is a big issue, you guys. Even if you're not from Los Angeles, check in and help us out. Hit Google. The more you Google it, the more it goes to the top. Yeah. Google this. And if you are, especially from the West Side, you know, find out how you can be involved in some activations and showing up, how we can support Senate um, and all the work he's doing on the West Side. Be a juror. Try and get out of it. We need more of us yeah. showing up. Yep. It's not uncool. It's not a bad thing. No. You know? Um, man. And you guys, keep an eye out. Because probably the turn of the year, I'm going to start leaking small little bits of information about this collaboration we're oh. going to do. And we're going to do some things. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for coming down. Yeah. Both of you. Yes. Both of you. Thank you you for having us. I'm so thankful to be here anytime. I look forward to this. Cookies always. I'm I'm gonna get you one of these sweatshirts. I see the way you're looking at my sweatshirt. Yeah, that's about like 18. He's about to propose to your sweatshirt, bro. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, I got you. I got you. I got you. Go ahead and 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 you give them the professional like where they can find you. You can go to Instagram, Mr. Checkpoint. AFTPfoundation.com. That's where we have a lot of the work. You can go to Always for the People on Instagram. And there's two things. One is if you want to send a petition for veterans, that's at AFTPfoundation.com. You can go to the Help Veterans tab. And the other thing is uh, we're helping someone get out of jail. He has court December 2nd. You can email the DA. All you do is go to freelakeith.com and it opens up your email instantly and within seven seconds you could send a respectful letter to that da to encourage him to let lakeith come home how do you spell yeah. that free lakeith? free lakeith f-r-e-e and then lakeith is his name l-a-k-e-i-t-h.com free lakeith.com nice. nice. and send that da a letter we're confident he'll be home december 2nd awesome oh, yeah. do that you guys i'll go i'll go do it as soon as i'm done here yes yeah. free lakeith.com yeah. excellent yeah Avonda Bowen LLP, we wear braids to court. Let the Tomahawks fly the best civil legal representation you can buy. Of yeah. course, Attorney Rosenberg has cornered the market on the crim law. <laughs> yeah. Right? Shout out, Attorney Rosenberg. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what you got, Sean? Sean at movemental.media for all your pod- audio and podcasting needs. <laughs> Don't forget to hit us up at www.hardluckshow.com. That's right. What are you laughing about? I'm son? laughing because I just love the. I just love the. Hardluckshow.com. 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 Thank what you. I, I can't laugh. What do you got, no, you Sam? Can't. And you got to plug you on a throw. Come in on, there. Cam. Come Sam. On, right here. Right here. Got it. Oh man, get all your cornhole bag needs at dragonbags.com. D r a g g i n b a g z. Dragonbags. Yeah. I'm not allowed to laugh. That's the problem. I'm not. My friends don't allow me to laugh. That's right. All right. www. And what about? Oh, I didn't mean to. Yes, yeah, correct. I was gonna say, what about Missy? Uh, check this. What else you gonna cut off today? She oh. can do whatever she wants. Right. Did you have a plug? Oh. Okay. All She's right. like, just follow my husband. Yeah, yeah. just don't, you don't worry about it. My fiance. Right. Yes. Uh, www.supermaxhardware.com and cookiesSF.com. Boy, we're about to drop holiday. It's coming up, but we got some hot fall. You can get it with sweat. You know what these are? These are vibes. <laughs> vibes, rolling papers, vibes. <laughs> Tag us, get some vibes. You only want to use vibes, okay? And shout out to Burner, shout out to Soul Assassin, Stevan Oreo. Uh, big shout out to Pulpo, Beard Oil, Pulpo. Calco. Oh, yeah. Pulpo. Shout out to my man, Instagram Jesus. Oh, yeah. Jesus. And listen, man, and our great sponsor, Enzo's Pizzeria. Oh, that's right. For all your pizza needs. For all your pizza needs. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for joining us. We're out of here. Hasta la vista from the Hard Luck Show. Enzo's Pizza at Sean at Movemental.media. <laughs> 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.